0: You're listening to the Perth Property Show, Australia's only weekly property podcast by West Australian experts for West Australian listeners. Catch your latest episode every Monday at 7am. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Perth Property Show. My name is Trent Fleskins, your host. As always, we are talking the regional markets this week. We've got our main man, Brendan Tolmy, back in the studio. Brendo, thanks for coming in.
1: Trent, nice to be here. Thanks for having me back.
0: Regional markets, we like to go anti-clockwise for some reason. Let's start with Mandra. I know it's actually metro, but if we can go past around the cut there, any idea as to how the lovely City of Peel is going?
1: Yeah, well, interestingly, uh, in our stats that we kept with our clients, all of them, as in the large banks, can to be regional there you go there you go uh, great so we're on, the, we're on point <laughs> it's uh, slowly regaining a foothold across a number of price points so lower end up to the higher end certainly some lifestyle properties are probably past the peak in terms of activity of people getting in there in the frenzy and buying up uh, those canal type lots but still the hangover of the post-covid period of everyone wanting to own their own holiday home at that end of the market is still around people are still around looking at things and then you've still got vendors going oh gee I should have probably sold back then. Actually, I'll bring it to the market now. So that activity is good. Lower end actually has some growth in it, um, good, which is fantastic. Because it
0: did get absolutely smashed a decade ago and hasn't really come back until now.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then my caution, as usual, would be that's great that that activity is there and values are growing again, but what is the local economy activity happening down there? Has that been renovated? Are there more reasons for people to want to live and therefore uh, in Mandra, i.e. do. They have a a job there that that's local. Yeah, and your thoughts? Oh, look, it's not. It, it hasn't been long term solved. Yeah, I, I think there's probably just more activity because of uh, an improved economy in there, and it probably still needs a, a better, longer term industrial I- industry type solution to uh, mm. employment.
0: So you don't think that lifestyle outcomes in a similar way that Gold Coast, for example, I know Gold Coast got more tourism about it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the answer for Mandurah, but you don't think simply lifestyle is enough to keep a market running?
1: No, I don't I don't think so. That that tourism side of things will probably help it along a bit, but I, I just can't see that being longer term at this point in time. Get the lifestyle opportunity, and, and I think it's fantastic. You've got some amazing beaches and waterways yeah, down, down there. there. Yeah. Um, it's a great part of the world, but I just don't think they've solved that town centre life lifestyle enough to make it that longer term attraction
0: question without notice wolf Dean, which is a melbourne developer bought the south yonder up land off of sadly a couple of years ago and they've been bringing that to market and that seems to have been going all right it's a place that obviously is sits in between Mandra and Pinjarra and I've got to ask why would people be moving into those sort of locations
1: yeah well traditionally it has still been that lifestyle plus the affordability bit so want to get a little bit of further out of Mandra, want to be closer to that South Yonder up sleepy lifestyle holiday type location but don't want to be too far from other p- bits and pieces like kind of Ravenswood and, and Pinjarra so um, local yep. buyers obviously? Yeah I think so most of the time the, the odd Perth buyer going yep I've found the place that I can afford to be at and still be on the water and have the tinny out and those kinds of things. And Pinjarra does... You know, in terms of what it used to be to what it is now, it's looking like a really modern, vibrant town. Well, there so, are
0: long-term subdivision plans for Pinjarra. Yeah. you think about what the Shire of Murray is looking at out there, they have plans to make this a much larger suburb.
1: Yeah, 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 and it's is one of those ones where I think you wake up in the future and and kind of look back it and, and go, oh, they had a really good plan and it, and they it came to fruition. So yeah, there's definitely opportunity there. Mm. Yeah. Let's get to Bunbury. Yeah. So Bunbury market's still really busy. We are doing a lot of valuation activity through there in terms is of- Is it refinance or is it yeah, buying? So a lot of refinance stuff and a bit of buying. So it's not dissimilar to a first and second home buyer market based around Perth Metro where- people have seen their values go up and so they're looking for that deal in terms of finance deal or looking for their next opportunity maybe build a second house i.e move out of the first home into the second one those types of things i'm relatively surprised about how much volume of finance work is is through bunbury at this point in time Mm,
0: because i don't think there's a huge amount of land development going out there or anything there's obviously not a lot of development on the apartment space either no so not a lot of new product coming to market yep i guess it's just people cycling through
1: yeah yeah exactly just that that churn and then and obviously plenty of press around Bunbury bypass and those kinds of things That's so I, I think yep. commerce down there is getting ready for that and positioning themselves for that and into the future as well
0: I also know there's some east coast media that has been looking at Bunbury as an option
1: yeah so it's interesting when we talk like about Newcastle esque yeah yep, yep. Uh, and so if there's some m- momentum around some of that discussion I would expect rental yields through Bunbury to look relatively good in terms of capital value to get in isn't as high as it could be in Perth metro and rental yields yields should look relatively solid, yeah.
0: Isn't it interesting how the East Coast people, because they have more satellite, large towns on the East Coast, are nearly less reticent or less prejudiced against buying in somewhere like Bunbury? Yeah,
1: yeah. And so, we are so Perth-centric in WA. There's plenty of people that hopefully agree with me there, but I think that our post-COVID opportunity is more around West Australians understanding their state better than they ever have in the past, yeah.
0: I agree. Let's get down to Bustleton, Dunsborough. Yes. Is it still on the boil or is it simmered off?
1: Well, it, let's. when we're talking about is it still on the boil, it was boiling the pot dry. So, the activity is now just, it's not normal. It's still much better than normal. And so, we're back to a level that's just a little bit more manageable and a little bit less frenzied. So, the dramatic so it's a good market Yeah, good market dramatic value increases are starting to level off I was having someone tell me this week that lots within the Geograph Bay Marina there have probably gone up by nearly 75% in value those kinds of numbers Since when? So that's in the last couple of years Yeah, yeah <laughs> yep. And as you and I know that, that development's had plenty of trouble over a long period of time mm. There's a new release coming there which is an indication that the developer's confident that they'll sell more vacant land through there If you go all the way through those new estates, so our the the back of Dunsborough Lakes, plenty of new development oh, coming Vass. through there, back into Vass or back up to Vass. There's plenty of activity there in terms of land sales and construction happening at the moment and people looking at their options in terms of where they live down there. And obviously, we've, we're coming off a vacancy rate that was really, really tight.
0: It's not like there's a huge amount of land available to develop in these areas. Marga River as well. i spent some yep. good time mining around trying to find plots that were zoned urban for development that are on a few hectares. Yep. Not that many options left, right? It's, it's quite a constrained market in terms of supply.
1: Yeah, and there's a couple of owners down that way that own, own most large it. tracts yeah. of land <laughs> that are essentially locked up because they don't want to do anything with it at the minute. Yeah.
0: Let's move to Denmark.
1: Yeah, so we're just really interesting really tight market. It is one of those markets where I've consistently heard stories about people from Perth relocating. So the genuine stories are around uh, I can now work from home and I'm going to re- relocate to a regional location and interestingly a lot of people have chosen Denmark. Essentially Great town, really vibrant, got a good commercial feel about it. It's a tiny Um, market though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a relatively small market. It's been a really tight rental market in terms of being able to just lob into town and rent a house and test it before you maybe put your roots down and buy something and just that. Coastline's amazing through there. Plenty of uh, things to do and to investigate and adventure to be had.
0: Kalgoorlie, we've just seen plans come across that they're looking to build a big workers' accommodation there, right? Yeah, yeah, which How does is that interesting. Affect a market like Kalgoorlie, which was actually starting to bubble up. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it might have some short term effect on house prices in terms of investors just looking at going, well, if they're going to build a 500 bed accommodation for workers down the road, that might have an effect on that longer term housing demand. I don't know how
0: they do that because they can't get anything built there at the moment because of construction costs and availability of trades. Yeah, so
1: I would think that the short-term effect will not be seen long-term in terms of we still need demand for family homes in that location. I'm expecting that the demand is good longer term basically because of what's happening in the mining industry there. So the risk as always with Cal is if That goes wrong in terms of processing plants being built or gold mines being expanded, those kinds of things, and copper and lithium and all those things happening up there. If something falters there, and you're talking about world economy here, Mm. then they'll be affected. But clearly, if you look at all of the results and the plans and the investment coming from all of those miners, then um, you would... Expected to be positive. Man,
0: I've got people knocking on my door looking to get me to invest in gold mines up north of Kalgoorlie. So if they're hitting me, there's clearly a lot of activity <laughs> going on right now.
1: Yeah. Wait, we're the, the Strategic Property Group? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah clearly, I'm keen on mine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Newman. You've just come back from a fantastic family holiday <laughs> out there, haven't you, Brenda?
1: <laughs> yeah, I did a lap. This is the, the trip that instead of being in Italy or something, you're, you're driving through uh, Exmouth, Coral Bay, and Carajini. How many. Um, you drive. only 4,600 that's a new pair of tyres <laughs> certainly on the new car it certainly racked up the K's but that's okay that's why you have these adventures did with you the have kids. a good time Brandon? I had an amazing time I'd want to shout out Karajini to everyone if it's not on your bucket list put it there clearly the people that have been there I had a few people tell me before we left that it was one of their best holidays ever and I now see why
0: I agree it was uh, one of my best as well
1: yeah, it's just an amazing part of the world and the barrier is obviously it's a long way from everywhere
0: where do you base yourself from is it Newman, is it Tom Price, is it both?
1: We went to the eco-retreat there, had a fantastic time, stayed in one of those tents, and I reckon that's the place to be because you're closest in terms of daily drive or walk to all of the gorges here. Yep. You can't afford it though. You're probably in <laughs> Tom Price, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, Tom Price Which down the a road. Which yeah. a beautiful part of the world. Yeah, yeah. Interesting thing about the eco-retreat is they do have a range of different, so they've got just basic tents without amenity, as in shared services and those kinds of things through to um, air-conditioned tents. So, Yeah. yeah
0: talk about the um, newman house yeah so um,
1: the, the amazing awesome thing about being a valuer and being part of your own business is that your office calls you and, and texts you when you're down the bottom of a gorge and you think gee i've got reception here and you end up doing jobs in tom price and newman while you're on holiday so yeah newman was really interesting i've clearly been going up and down for, for years there got any anecdotes for us talking to the the local plumber who's telling us about the effect that the harshness of the water has on houses in the in the locality. So everything from a tap fitting and a drain fitting through to just destroying hot water systems and those kinds of things, essentially because the pipes that bring the water into the town are, are, are galvanised pipes that are dropping plenty of nasties into the water. That means that all of the, the infrastructure and uh, of most houses is deteriorating much quicker than it would in, say, an environment so you like you've got Perth. to bring
0: that in if you're going to invest in a place like yep. Newman or anywhere up there where you've got high traces of these destructive minerals, which yep. you should be filtering out before you drink anyway. Yep. Make sure you factor some of these maintenance costs in because that's the yep. thing, right? You see 11 12 13% yields. Yep. Really have to factor in that a lot of that gets eroded by maintenance and insurance.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I was going to mention the insurance. So just be wary of with a high reward and a high return comes a higher risk. So uh, interestingly, capital values through there kind of Cheap stuff is about 250 grand, and that would be a single residential well, mid 60s home. You were
0: talking about stuff going for 100 grand a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, none of that left. <laughs> we went
1: on tour with the kids. I drove past a place that I valued at 60 grand. Someone's still living there, a really an ordinary house, let's just be really clear. But you know, it's just interesting to see that kind of 250 to 350 k price point taking off a bit and relatively healthy rents. Now, we must let everyone know that there is uh, a fair bit of supply there that is effectively bought it up in Newman at the minute because they're ex mining company or government houses that are surplus to requirements at the minute.
0: Mm. Well, Newman's one of those places where you really have to go there before you buy, I think, because yep. there are very distinct pockets.
1: Uh, yeah, and you can do that in conjunction with a trip to Carrigonee.
0: I think so. Yeah, let's move to Geraldton my Favorite part of the world, what's yep. going on?
1: Massive increase in terms of activity there, some incremental increase in prices, some dramatic increases in prices, and they're the ones that are coming off a really low base. So, go back to that conversation around a hundred thousand dollar home in Newman. We've seen the equivalent in the bottom of the market in some of the suburbs of Jura, where you're at 150, 200, and there's easy 10, 15, 20% growth in those. Let's just remember that percentage growth is yeah. not a huge capital <laughs> growth in terms of value, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So the market is ticking along. There is some froth in that market. Yeah.
1: And it's still one of those places that I would think is still really affordable. Rents are not as severe as other regional towns. And I think if the projects that come off there in terms of diversifying the economy into the future, there's a really good chance that it becomes a, a re- really solid regional town.
0: What do you know about the Exmouth Market?
1: Uh, sold out. <laughs> there's about four or five houses on the market in a small market probably my headline for Xmouth at the minute is that there's multi-unit residential development just commencing really um, so where's this going on the marina I think it's 26 odd townhouse style kind of units being developed in some of that development WA's former subdivision in there
0: that sounds like a very expensive exercise
1: uh, it'll be very expensive I've got construction costs up there pegged at about three and a half grand a square metre for a single resi That's house a luxury apartment
0: in, uh, in <laughs> Perth
1: oh, yeah yeah it is yes it's a very good point point. and so it's just interesting there's more and more building activity happening up there I think that one of the advantages of a small town like that having the lifestyle that it does is it can attract plenty of tradies so it's the classic go for a surf in the morning and go and do a day's work or vice versa go do a day's work and an afternoon surf those kinds of things or get on the water and fish and that that type of stuff so that helps that local economy to have enough supply to create the housing into the future Hedland. I saw some stats the other day where that population growth there is definitely not as dramatic as it has been up the road in Caratha. So that would indicate to me that even though there's decent activity and values have gone up, they've gone up because they bottomed out and I'd be less sure about the longer-term opportunity there in Port Hedland in terms of just capital growth as it would be in, say, somewhere like Caratha. Having said all of that and relating it back to the Exmouth question around lifestyle – Port Hedland's really lacking that lifestyle side side of things so that's where it's really struggling to consolidate its population growth which will lead through to I would think house prices and and rents leveling off there quicker than other places.
0: So but it's clearly had some significant growth yeah. 20 30 40% in the last few years right. Yeah and
1: we've seen some you know one bedroom apartments double in value. So they go from 150 grand to 300 grand and the rents double. So but,
0: you, but you, what you're saying is for the risk you're not seeing another 30 40% definitely happening
1: yeah I'd expect it to level out we've always got that supply problem though so exactly what we just talked about with construction costs and what we talked about in terms of southwest of availability of land that's always going to put some supply pressure on Port Henlon
0: I was asked the question by Millsy on 6PR last week because he was up doing a junket up there in Broome
1: absolutely on tour wasn't he yeah he was on
0: tour in Broome asking how the market's going there and I have a cursory understanding of what's going on but what's Brendo, the main man know about what's going on there
1: yeah rooms sold out as well um, <laughs> in terms of home, uh, hotel rooms. The rent's uh, amazing up there isn't yeah, it? Yeah and so in that same segment when Wilsey was up there I happened to hear the deputy mayor on with him and it was just really nice to hear someone really positive about their town and she was essentially saying that you know most hotel rooms are sold out or they have the issue that can't get enough staff members to actually open the whole hotel so that leads through into the accommodation side of things in terms of housing selling out and rentals being undersupplied.
0: Why? What's sort interesting. COVID's done now. Why are people still flocking in numbers to Broome?
1: Yeah, so I think that it became undersupplied really quickly in terms of not building during the downturn. Again, construction costs and availability of land has been difficult. And then the uptick in terms of demand of backpackers and travellers from the East Coast and even grey nomads going you know what, I'm just going to base myself here. And so town ran out of accommodation pretty quickly.
0: So low base, doesn't take a lot to fill it
1: up. Yeah, exactly. The other story I got for you about Broom that I hope someone can do something about is the last flight being cancelled in the evening. This has happened more than once. So the last plane out of town gets cancelled because of technical issues so the airport's not allowed to stay open it has to close and all the passengers that are meant to be on that plane which would be as many as 250 odd people I would have thought on a 737 then have to find somewhere to stay in town there's no hotel rooms left and so the airport staff who must be absolute legends then help those people to try and find somewhere to stay so they have connections on things like Facebook pages and community pages where people just put up their hand through the kindness of their heart and Say so you can come and just lodging. Oh, I've got a uh, swag the, and you can surfing. sleep in my, my shed or you can come and sleep Holy on the lounge. Moly. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's how chronic it is. Yeah,
0: they need a workers' uh, camp, something like that. Sounds like they need, like, you know, the emergency fly.
1: hall uh, yes. that we open when there's bushfires and floods. They need the community hall open. Yeah.
0: How is the Starboy Carata going at the moment?
1: Probably the best story there. Uh, I've probably said this before, but you know it, it does really present as that longer term massive regional centre that they're trying to turn it into. The population growth has solidified into that 7,500, 18,000 it people got down now.
0: To Thirteen a few years ago. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And so the numbers I saw were. Port Ellen's sitting more like 14 and a half, and then Carathas surged over 17. So they're they're really good numbers. The infrastructure change, the the construction of things like new shopping centres and new estates has, and new housing, obviously, has just meant that that town continues to change and that the people that move there are, are sticky essentially they're staying probably longer than they thought they were going to stay there that creates that ongoing demand rents are up and continue to go up that'll mean that investors are still interested and then they land back at the same old problem of how do we create more supply can we get construction costs down I don't think so they're going to be suffering massively from materials issues in terms of using a lot of steel in construction up there Mm. and with those prices longer term looking high then ironically the the town that facilitates the prostraction of energy and iron ore is suffering from the fact that steel is expensive.
0: Are you suggesting that there's a medium term view here that it starts to mature into a less of a mining town market?
1: Yeah well interesting if you contrast that with say Newman where you can almost sense the town going a little bit backwards in terms of population and really trying to find its feet for the future. I think Karratha's well past that now and, and I think the roots are uh, well and truly down in terms of ready for that growth in Can the future. Can it become a
0: Bunbury? Just to- in terms of, yeah. of the long-term livability, the long-term residential lifestyle yep. rather than the transient nature of the mining industry. Yeah.
1: I think it still comes back to probably that next step in a town. So, how do you diversify the population a little bit how do you create enough housing supply at a, at a cost effective number yes.
0: supply of that housing yeah. to allow the population critical masses yeah to-
1: and there's a tipping point there somewhere and then it gets to the next stage of infrastructure so you know how what's the quality of the education facilities because that will make families stay longer mm. essentially yeah brendan
0: sounds like the regions are still bubbling along in most cases yeah. Appreciate your thoughts there Yeah, mate, and we'll have you in. Great again. to and talk then, about reckon, this great close state. Yeah. Ah, it's it's fantastic <laughs> that we're actually talking about a regional market that is, for the most part, still in a positive, positive situation. And, and obviously, just like in the metro space, a lot of it is driven by a sufficient amount of demand, but a real issue with supply.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Brendan Tolman. Cheers, mate. Thanks, thanks Trent.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Perth Property Show.